This is the Horse Talk Show Podcast with Louisa Barton. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, broadcasting live from the horse capital of the world, Ocala, Marion County, Florida. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, I'm your host, Louisa Barton. And co-hosting with me in the studio today, I have two top equestrians, eventers, uh, and that is Leah Langlusik and Paul Delbrook. Paul is also a show announcer. And we are going to do a little segment and chat to him about his life, which has actually been rather interesting. Paul, you've got to tell us a little bit about how you got started in riding. Absolutely. But the first thing I want to say, it's my privilege and pleasure to be on this radio show with you, Louisa. So thank you. Um, You're so sweet. I, and thank you for bringing the pastels. I'm just not sure where they went. <laughs> I've always wanted to ride a horse since the day I was born. Um, my mother, uh, very lucky, she saved everything when I was growing up. All the little drawings and stuff you put on your refrigerator. Uh, she saved all that stuff and it always was a horse. And I didn't grow up in a horsey family. I grew up in suburbia and wasn't part of what I was involved in. So my family, made me go through the normal things where you do tennis and golf and all of those normal and things. And swimming. And diving. I did all of those things. And I was a very competitive swimmer and diver through high school. I enjoyed that very much. But horses always kept calling me. They were in the background. So when I finally I complained to my parents enough or annoyed them enough, <laughs> they actually said, all right, we're going to take him to a stable. They knew nothing about horses. They just dropped me off at a, this stable and said, here you go, I think there's a horse there that uh, someone wants someone to ride. And there we started. So and, how did the cows play into this, Paul? Where did the cows come into this equation? <laughs> well, um, Mr. Kinney, who owned the farm where the horses were, right on the Connecticut River, next to it was a dairy farm. So during the, the days when I was not able to ride, we went over to the dairy farm and I milked the cows. Milked and cows. I learned what it actually means when they say a chicken with your head cut off. Because <laughs> I actually took the chickens with oh. an axe oh, no. and cut their head off. Oh, and no. they ran around. Oh, no. So did you ever have to do it? No. I never actually had That's to do good. it myself. I did milk the cows, though. But I could handle the cow milking, but under, not the other. I learned what that expression truly So meant. now you know, yes. Oh, Now tell us about Tara. Tara, she was my first pony. Um, and like I mentioned, my parents just dropped me off. We didn't know anything about horses. Mr. Kinney was awesome. He kind of took me under his wing. Uh, he was an elderly gentleman, and um, Tara was a Western horse. So I first started riding Western. You didn't. I did. Paul, I had no idea. And he, helped, up. <laughs> he, he helped me uh, figure out how to put the saddle on and taught me all that stuff. Um, but there was a few barns down the road where they all were doing jumping, and they were involved in pony club and stuff. So. I really got the jumping is something that really intrigued me. So I tried doing that in the Western saddle, and that, that's not really good for a guy. <laughs> no, it's not comfortable. But, uh, <laughs> so I ended up joining Pony Club, 
getting involved in eventing because Pony Club was only kind of the natural progression of eventing because it teaches you all of the disciplines, how to look after your horse, and became a B Pony Clubber, so I was very proud of that. Should have gone all the way to the A, but uh, that required a little more studying than I think it was willing to put into <laughs> Right. <laughs> and so fast forward from Pony Club and starting out eventing, and that took you to eventually compete in Rolex, be a top equestrian, and then on to show announcing. And tell us what competing at Rolex was like for you. And that's a, um, now Land Rover, of course, but as we mentioned before, well-known as Rolex and a top competition in the world to compete at. So that's a big deal. Absolutely. And like I've mentioned before, driving into the, the gates of the Kentucky Horse Park is such a privilege. I mean, you work so hard to get there. You spend a lot of money, but it's always a privilege to get there. And so exciting to be able to compete there with all of your peers. Um, I've been very fortunate to be able to compete there seven times on seven different horses. Wow, that's um, incredible. He has the most stylish picture of him into the head of the lake. Perfect equitation. It's amazing. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> seven um, times with seven different horses. That is a heck of an accomplishment. Oh. So I was very lucky, and I was very lucky to have good training and good horses along the way. I would say if I was to pick my most, probably what I'm most remembered for out of Rolex is one year I was riding a horse named Arthur Miller. Mm -hmm. And uh, at that stage, the Kentucky Horse Park still had residences on the, the property. And Nanki Doubleday lived on the corner of the property and her dog got loose. And it chased me around the first third of the cross country. <laughs> and we're talking, I, I can't remember if it was a greyhound or a lurcher, but it was a, a type of dog that could actually keep up <laughs> with the horse. Made you go faster. So, oh yeah, I actually made the time that year. So. <laughs> So I thank Nanki for that, for sure. And I was so lucky to have a lovely horse that dealt with it. And I was able to stay calm and just, it just worked out. That was probably but nerves of steel, yes. my goodness. The only way that, uh, that we ended up getting the dog off the course was when we went through the first water complex because they had these big um, monitors and stuff on the course and the crowd just then because the water slowed the dog down and the crowd got the horse and away we went. But I think that's probably what I'll be most remembered most remembered for. for. Well, Paul's long-listed the U.S. event rider twice and his most memorable win was at Gatcombe Park. And tell us why that was. Um, I think because uh, it's such a beautiful facility. I love England for sure. Um, my horse got a 17 in dressage, which is almost not heard of and how I pulled that off I don't know. You were trying to good. impress the princess. And Peter Gray wasn't judging. <laughs> <laughs> but Peter Gray is his partner that would have probably been like um, we would have thought that was a fix going up. <laughs> <laughs> but being awarded uh, your awards at the end of the day by Princess Anne was such a, a pleasure and Incredible. a privilege for sure. It was so amazing. a that's very just, memorable that's amazing. moment for me. Incredible. What about top of your bucket list? Other than hanging out with you? Oh, that was a good answer. Yes. 
Um, I think trying to be the best that I can at what I'm doing. And I really take my announcing, which is now Fun Factor announcing, at events and horse shows and really making sure that I come to the horse show, create a fun venue for people. We've run, I've been lucky enough to run enough horse shows with Peter and Jonathan Halling uh, that I know what the horse show is all about and just make people have a fun experience. Yeah. So that's really the top fun of my bucket list. Fun so announcing. And who wouldn't want to listen to his lovely, soft, soothing tones that relax me? Oh, my gosh. I mean, you could tell me a bedtime story and I'd be like, so, oh, yeah, who wouldn't want to listen to you? That's incredible. What a life. What an exciting, incredible life you've had and accomplished so much. And you've got so much more to go because you're only in your 20s. Yeah. And um, no, but seriously, I mean, really, it's an absolutely incredible career and, and, and amazing accomplishments from milking the cows and chasing the chickens and riding Tara to Pony Club and then on to compete at one of the top events, you know, in the world as far as an event goes. So I think that's um, really, really incredible, something to be super excited about. And it's exciting to have you here as a co-host with us, with all of your experience. I'm going to thank Paul Delbrook. He's going to be with us for the rest of the show and on a regular basis. So uh, very good to have you with us. Thank you. And thanks for always bringing my British sweeties. Again, my <laughs> privilege. Thank you. Hi, guys. This is Louisa Barton. I really hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Horse Talk Show podcast. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube and let me know what you thought. Now, please go out there and share the podcast.